what up what up what up what up everybody man welcome back to another episode of fearless up level i'm your host cedric edison and y'all already know what it is man we have real conversations about real life we're just some real people in the world these ain't no michael jordans um no lebron james no fame no super famous people yet <laughs> that we have on the show these really the first couple of guests this first season man are just people i find have interesting stories my some of them i get to call my friend like who gonna be on today and y'all already know what it is man we here so that somebody somewhere and i hope it's you and if it's not somebody somewhere could get something out of these stories so they can have a better understanding of knowing that they're not alone you are not alone out here in this world experiencing fear and so that's the whole purpose of this show man so y'all can hear stories from everyday people how they live with fear overcame it what lessons so man without further ado i'm gonna go ahead and bring up my home girl erin what's happening what's happening man what's going on what's going on world cedric thank you so much for having me here man i appreciate you so much you know that man hey i appreciate you coming like because you know this this the first season and we getting a couple of shows under our belt but when i first like on my lineup like you came to mind it was you know it was some people that automatically oh yep they make the list they make the list they make the list for show um we done rocked on some stuff and been been rocking it through the whole pandemic you know what i'm saying 100 <laughs> percent so so you had to come on man you had to come on so man tell the people who you are what you do i think you great they don't know you tell them why you great it's cool it's cool listen my name is aaron brown i'm a speaker a resilience coach and basically what i do is i tap into people's inner resiliency and you know shine a little light on that and allow them to use that use that superpower to better their lives in a great way that's that's who i am that's what i do and i love doing it so that's what's so man that because i love that little piece right there you talk about resiliency man let's just keep it real because we keep it all the way 100 over here man a lot of a lot of bipop black and brown people have never really heard that word or understood that um so what what does resilience mean in your brain housing group gotcha gotcha so resiliency to me is is mastering the fall you know we we all come from certain situations and experiences that weren't the best and no matter who you are if you're seeing this right now you have survived your worst day that is resiliency that's, that's what that is it's learning is learning how to tap into that inner you to to survive to be alive and to thrive that's what resiliency is in my mind hey you said something and i want to we're gonna dive right in on this fear part because you said it's mastering the fall 
But I'm not even going to lie, man. What I noticed is, hell, and it was true for me. I stayed looking down for the longest, like, she, I ain't finna jump. Because the way I was raised, and, and I really wouldn't even say raised, but the environment I saw, mm-hmm. other than jumping off the porch and selling dope, it was to play safe. Go get your job. Go sit down somewhere for 20. And nothing, nothing against jobs. You know, it's just not for me, but it was always that safe thing. So a lot of people don't want to jump. So how do you even recommend somebody start to jump with all that bullshit we done went through already? I mean, think about it. We like to be safe. That's in the hierarchy of, of our security, right? Safety and security. Right. Plain is safe. It's... It's easy. We we we've seen our parents do it. We've seen their parents do it, and and generations and generations have waken up, gone to work, came home, went to bed, woke up. Because if you really want to get into the nitty gritty, being of service is going to allow you, afford you the opportunity to experience so much more than you would ever have. Without you know, of service, so I challenge and I invite everyone to you know find your rock. I have a I have a story. Back in 2017, I was at Panther Falls with my fiance at the time, and we were everyone was jumping off this these cliffs, um, and I was the only black person there. <laughs> and you know I wasn't jumping off of nobody's fucking cliff for nobody, <laughs> you know. I was on that cliff for an hour and 15 minutes, you know. There there were people that came up there that jumped off and, you know, they showed me the proper technique, uh, talked me up, you know, encouraged me. You can do it. You can do it. But nobody was making me move until I wanted to move. Of course, there were people who had an impact. I had this one little boy who came up. Sir, you about to jump in the water. You can't swim. What is like? What is the game plan? He's like, I have um, an amazing support system. My family, they're going to pull me out. I said, that's fire. To, to, have, to have a system around you that allows you to, to jump off the rock, jump off the cliff. To, to experience life from a different perspective, a different point of view. But wait a minute. Even, and, I got, man, this is my partner, man. This has been my ride or die since we was knee high to a duck. And this homegirl over here, man, like she always got a shoulder to cry on, but they don't really push me. So what I do? You gotta listen. You you gotta audit your orb, orbit. That's one of my one of my cornerstones. One of my cornerstones. Audit your orbit. If you look at any of my content, you will see that I say that shit a lot because it's so important to make sure you surround yourself and you build that system that pushes you and supports you and see your greatness and push you towards it, not hold you back from from it. And also with auditing your orbit, guess who's in that orbit? You are. So you need to audit yourself too. Make sure that you're someone that 
that people want to be around. That you're not the Debbie Downer and you're, br you're bringing everybody down and you're not the, the energy sucker just sucking the lives out of everybody you're around just to be miserable. Make sure you're not that type of person. So people are drawn and attracted and want to be around you. That's so important. Wow. Wow. Man, I, 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 I weave in and out. So every interview, not the same. Sometimes we start at the beginning. Cause I know you gonna come with it. I already know. Like, <laughs> like she gonna be super vulnerable, super transparent, and just bring it. So I want to dive in the middle, just so so y'all that's listening could could hear some of the million dollars worth of game that Ethan to bring, and and continues to bring to the stages and the young people. But I, I'm kind of curious though, and I'm sure somebody listening is like, yo. That sound good. Like I understand, yeah. but here's what happens. You and I know this and, and people listening, I hope y'all catch this. Motivation got that shelf life. And absolutely we hear it and I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to do it. I'm auditing my and I'm like, okay, that's that's you know, that's Betty Crocker. I mean Petty Crocker over here. So I don't need to be with her all the time. <laughs> uh, you know, this you can give him a million dollars in change, and he's still gonna complain that you gave it to him in change and stuff. So I'm ready. Was there a time like was there a time you was afraid or or when you was going through that transition of auditing your people? Like what was what was that inner conflict that was going on? And how did you deal with that? So I think I think my biggest fear was was setting boundaries, right? And mm. you set you set these boundaries to save your peace, to make sure you're good, you're in a right state of mind. But other people they may not they they may not understand it, they may not accept it, and that that acceptance part is like, okay, am I not where I know I'm a dope ass person? Am I not worth you respecting these boundaries enough that you're just going to leave out of my life? That's some shit I had to get over. Ooh. Mm -hmm. That's something you're going to have to get over if you want to live your best life. If you are in the pursuit of your higher self, however you want to put it, if you're looking for success, if you're looking just to be better today than you were yesterday. That's something that you're going to have to get over is that fear of, you know, disappointing people, um, letting people down um, and, and just knowing that, hey, I'm doing this for me. If you can't respect that, then you have no space in my orbit in this season. Now, I'm not saying that these folks are going to be cut off forever because they may be going through something as well. So they're not their full selves and they may need to pass through that season on their own. But to get back into my orbit, you're going to have to show me that there's that you're not the same person as you as you you once were. It's going to take some work. It's going to take some time. But that comes with the territory. If you want to be right here in this little orbit of mine, 
And I, I encourage you all to, to do the same thing. Like, listen, you got to protect your peace at all costs. At all costs. I don't care who it is. And some people, some people are like really, really close with their family and all that. And I'm not in that at all. But family, they sometimes they're the ones that suck in your energy. And you so stuck on being a part of, the, like, the, you got to hold it together. Well, telling them to tear you down, tear you apart. And that's not, that's not good for anyone involved. So sometimes you got to step away, get your shit together, allow them to get their stuff together, and then you meet back later in life. Man, you know what? I was, as you was talking, thought kept going, especially when you was talking. I love how you put that thought at your orbit and saying that it don't mean you dropping them forever. It's just for the season. But I was like, yo, that's the same way the orbit works. You know what I'm saying? A trip around the sun. You might be right here and it's cool if you can, if you want to stay there. But as I move, I I'm going to eventually come back, maybe. You know what I'm saying? But if you're still there, I'm going to come back around. Okay, you're not mm -hmm. there. We're going to. And so I was like, yo, that's a safe space. You don't have to lose them. I can no. find my in just knowing that, hey, you don't have to go nowhere. It's just for right now. And then we can come back and reevaluate. Of course, of course. Because that's, that is like so many people like cancel culture, right? Mm hmm. I'm not a huge champion for cancel culture because we we don't give people the space to grow. We're just like 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 people like R. Kelly, right? That's my guy. I'm gonna love his music forever. But that's some stuff that he did some things that's just just buck wild, right? Kevin Hart. With the whole, uh, was it the Oscars? He was going to host the Oscars. And some shit no. popped up from years and years and years ago that he had already apologized for. Right? He had already addressed it. And and they wanted to bring it back up. It's like, okay, like, are we going to uh, give people the space to, to change, to evolve? Because that's how we are. That's who we are as human beings. We're constantly evolving. And we have to give people that space. So auditing your orbit, giving people that space to evolve and, and knowing that you need that space as well because you got to be teachable. I just made a post that said, how do you expect to, how do you expect to grow when you don't like to be watered? Whoa. Man, I'm going to repeat it. I almost took the mic off and just dropped it. <laughs> I'm going to repeat it. How do you expect to grow when you don't like to be watered? When you're you're never wrong, right? You're never wrong. You're always right. You always have the answers. You're the smartest person in the room. Nobody wants to be around that. Check yourself. Wow, that was dope. How do you expect to grow when you don't want to be watered? I gotta have that so y'all could so y'all could come and see that. Y'all log on. How do you expect to grow when you don't want to be? That's dope. That's dope. Because man, that's funny. Like man, the, the universe and, the, and God be having energies work in a weird way. Because mm -hmm. I 
just having that conversation with somebody because it all came up around Simone Biles and the baby, you know, with mm-hmm. that comment he made. And I was like, yo, like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? But we don't allow people to be human. You know, yeah, like, absolutely. Like, we trying to dehumanize people. And I'm like, yo, like the moment you do something bad, you want that same forgiveness. You want to be watered. And just as well as you want to water it, you know, it go both ways, ebbs and flows, man. So speaking of that, I really want to know, because I, I, I won't say I know Bailey, but I feel like I know Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching, I was like, oh shit, they over there, like, eating the Reese's. Like, <laughs> Which one of the, and, I'm, and I ain't gonna lie, I'm like, damn. Bailey done took her around them bells. <laughs> we don't be trying to go with no bells. Hey. <laughs> too close. Like the pictures is just too close. <laughs> they right there. Like you could walk up to them. No, no. I'm I wouldn't. <laughs> exactly. I'm not. <laughs> so, so, so Bailey is, is your wife. Mm. And you are, and I, man, me, and this is me personally. I hate having to even clarify it as this, but you are part of the LGBTQ community. I'm like, community, like we all, we all one big ass community. Like, what the hell? So, speak to that a little bit, because now mm-hmm. that's a whole nother dynamic. I got all this bullshit that I've been programmed for when I was a kid. Girl, and you know how it come from most of our family. Girls like boys, boys like girls. If you don't, you're going to hell. You're an abomination. Uh-huh. Blah, blah, blah. And now, man, I'm ready. I got to change my friends with hell. Who do I tell? How? What was that? And how is it now? Yeah. So, I mean, I knew from a very young age, very, very young age, that I was sorry about that, that I was, I was different, right? Very unique. Um, you know, I, I've all, I was always a tomboy. I was actually just talking to my mom the other day and we were talking about uh, the time she bought me, I was camoed out. I was like, I just want fatigues for Christmas. Just buy me all fatigues. My mom bought me the blue ones, the green ones, the red ones. I had white ones. Like I was dead. And my dad was like, take that shit back. <laughs> take it back. Take it back. She can't have that. She can't have all of that. So my mom was like, listen, Charlie. It's funny. My dad's name is Charlie Brown. I ain't going to say nothing. Listen, right? She's like, Charlie, like, do you want your daughter to be comfortable? She's not comfortable in, in these dresses and, and these skirts that we're trying to make her wear. We're going to force her to be in the box. That said, like society is not already going to do that. She should be able to be comfortable in her home. I, I was able to keep two of the ten sets I had. I think <laughs> I kept two. I rocked them shits forever, like high waters. I held on to them. I always been a tomboy. I was always climbing in trees and playing basketball and wrestling and doing all that stuff. Um, I I knew I was a lesbian. It was a movie that came out. It was called If These Walls Could Talk Too, right? 
and I, I watched it. I'm like, yo, I I connect here. I had to be like maybe no, maybe like twelve, maybe maybe twelve. And um, my sister used to always make fun of me, like, ah, you watching that gay shit? Da 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 da. So so that that kept me closeted for a little longer, um, low key. But I've always I always wore like baggy clothes and stuff like that. I mean, that's just always been me. Eleventh um, grade comes by and my mom is braiding my hair. I'm like, mom, I gotta tell you something. You know, I don't know how you're gonna react, but I need to I need to just express uh, this to you. And I'm like, I like girls, and she's just like, I know. <laughs> I was waiting on your ass to come to. Like, I was waiting for you to tell me. I know everybody knows. I'm like, so you can't tell me. I was living horribly for all this time, trying to make. Every- so this is the issue. Like I, a lot of people, like they say, you choose to be gay. Well, when did you choose to be straight? Did you just wake up in the morning and choose to be straight one day? No, I sheltered myself to make every- and 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 minimized myself my happiness, my joy, to make everyone else around me feel comfortable. But inside, I was dying. So I, I'm, I'm curious. So you you know, you're around 12, you watch the movie, and, you, and it kind of validates it. And so you mm-hmm. maybe middle schoolish or so. Mm-hmm. so. You just said it was 11th grade, so we talking about some years. Yeah. Right? So, and, and then you're saying you was trying to make everybody else feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. What, what was it that was stopping you from being authentically you? Um, the opinions of others. The first, the one and only thing that ever stopped me from, from being my authentic self was what would other people say? How would they treat my family? Would they still be my friends? Then that ties all back into the whole boundary thing I was talking about earlier. Like, is this is this like the make it or break it? Will you not be my friend? And I had some folks that did just that. They did just that when I came out. And you know, I had a lot of had a lot of deep, deep, deep uh, like soul searching to do because I'm like, damn. I I know I can't be I'm not living wrong like this is how shit I'm just me I'm just I'm just I'm just finally stepping into who I've been this whole time who I've been this whole so I'm just finally letting letting I'm not letting the opinions of others dictate how I present myself and you know just learning to to be okay with me, you know, being being okay with who I am, who I identify as, when I walk into a room, what people see. I've I've always been like, I wouldn't say, like masculine presenting. Like I I don't wear girls' clothes. I I hardly ever wear worn girls' clothes. Like <laughs> like no, I will be in a three piece suit before you ever catch me in a dress. I'm just saying. I wore. Oh, I, 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 go. <laughs> I got. I have two pictures of me in a dress. Uh, the first one was in ninth grade. Um, at the at the military ball for uh, JROTC, 
The second one was my uh, my senior uh, prom, and that's it. You won't find any other pictures. There might be some low key pictures of me in like a jersey dress from way, 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 way back in the day. <laughs> but other than that, no. I have no digging, man. I, I was supposed to find you. <laughs> listen, listen. I mean, if you if you if you search, you'll find that prom picture. It's, it ain't hard to find. No, I no, I saw the prom picture. I'm talking about the jersey dress. Oh, the jersey. Oh man, come on now. Come on now. If you find that, you gotta let me know. <laughs> hey, you know, I follow some other podcasts, uh, especially Million Dollars Game, uh, Million Dollars Worth of Game. Shout out to Gilly the Kid and Wilo267. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, they they be on some investigative stuff. They be finding <laughs> I'm like, yo, y'all really went went deep on these people, huh? <laughs> man, so so that's what's up, man. Like, so and, and you say you just finally had to be free. Uh, like, how was it a plan? Like, how did you? What steps did you take to get to that point to say, okay, even though mama knew, like, yo, like, this is going to be the day, I don't know, or I got to come out and, mm-hmm. and because I just can't take this anymore. But you still know the world is, is about to shift. So what steps did you take to, to prepare for that? Um... I just I just did a lot of learning me. I did a lot of learning me and understanding what and what I was willing to uh, sacrifice, what I wasn't willing to sacrifice, and just preparing myself to yeah I'm probably going to lose some people because when I came out, it, it was, it wasn't as accepted as it is now. You know, I'm, I just turned 33. I came out like officially in 11th grade. I'm gonna let y'all do the math. But I had to do a lot of, of, of deep, deep heart work. Deep heart work. Just, just learning me, uh, developing more and more of who, who I wanted to be and learning who that was. Um, and and <clears throat> unfortunately building an armor that that served me at the time, but I had to, I had to, there came a point where that armor no longer served me, so I had to let it go. Mm. So man, that gotta at some point that gotta create a lot of trauma because I, I think suppression creates trauma. Uh-huh. They trapped in our head. And so we suppressing who we want to be. Like, I really wasn't no thug. Like, I really used to be scared sometimes out there. Like, on the inside, yeah. on the inside, I'm like, man, I know damn well I ain't supposed to be doing this. You was quivering. <laughs> like, yo, I can't let them see my hands shake, though. Mm-hmm. Um. And you going through this, and you you see that it's not even necessarily safe for your well being, is it? 
Like somebody could come out there and be like, cause I remember what was the word back uh back in the day, man. Uh dyke. You know somebody come, you dyke and throw a brick. You thinking, man, and knowing that this is a possibility that I'm going to hit this and this can happen and you got to suppress that and still not be you. Like, what did that trauma do to you as far as when you're trying to go through life and grow? Um, I did a lot of, of, of drugs. That sounds bad, right? That sounds real bad, but uh, marijuana, I abused it, alcohol, like I drank a lot, I smoked a lot, you know, and I just found found ways to numb myself so that when I went in, out into the world, if something like that were to happen, that shit would hopefully bounce off because I'd be so fucked up that I don't even realize what the hell happened. Right. Now tell me how that makes sense. It doesn't. It doesn't now. But then, wh- who I was then, man, you couldn't tell me I wasn't right. You know, I, you know, just doing doing everything that I wasn't supposed to be doing. You know, not auditing my orbit around people who were encouraging that type of behavior. You know, and. And and the the trauma of it all, the the trauma of it all is still something that I am processing today. You know, the you know going back to being sexually abused as a child, right? And that trauma, right? And if we want to go back even further, like the fact that you know, when I was born, my birth parents was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to choose this lifestyle over being a parent, you know? So, so from the, from the gate, I had cards stacked against me from the gate. I was not expected to win. I was not expected to survive. I was not expected to be all that i am today so from the time you could really logically put a question together like yo wait a minute mama and daddy over what well, my mama till wow and like and, and I, I did, I did a, and i did a little work I was reading Don Miguel, uh, Mastery of Self. Mm-hmm. And I figured out like I, why I always sabotaged relationships I was in. And it was because I was I was I was scared to be a burden because from a from a from a newborn, I was a burden. Mm-hmm. Right? I had to I had to I had to that see that's the trauma work that a lot of people don't want to do because it, you're not going to want to do it. It's going to hurt. It's going to suck. You want to you're going to want to cry. You want to you quit, give up. But I had to go back to to being fresh out, fresh out the womb, like I was a burden. 
to my birth parents. So my 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 parents took me in. You know, my my grandparents who that's my mom and my dad and will always be my mom and my dad. They took me in and raised me as their own. And of that afforded me to to live a life that I'm not sure I would have been blessed with um had I had this had had I not gone with them, had they not taken me in. Wow. Yeah, so this trauma work that I've been doing, it runs deep. And I don't think one is ever fully over. You just learn your triggers. You learn and know what what you need to do to, to help you. Um, you find productive ways to cope, you know, with the trauma, with everything that's happened to you. You know, breathing techniques and all, all kinds of stuff that help you become a better you because there's no one out there like you. There's no one that can do what you can do. And that's your superpower. Mm. That's your superpower. But, you know, doing that trauma work, it, it isn't it isn't easy. It, it isn't fun. You know, I was never one for therapy until I went to therapy. <laughs> you feel me? I was never one for therapy because, you know, um, <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I was never one for therapy because, you know, in, in a black household, we deal with the in-house. Feel me? Oh, well, go on in my house, stay in my house, and mm -hmm. on over there, are you crazy? Then we need that, yeah. Exactly, exactly. We deal with it in-house. You don't need to be getting anybody else involved in what we're doing. I'm gonna step out the car real quick because Bean's about to go crazy. <laughs> but you know, so I was like, nah, therapy is not for me until until <clears throat> until my trauma started negatively impacting my marriage. Mm. That's when shit got real for me. When it started to negatively impact my marriage and I was like, this is, this is, I got to do everything in my power to, to save us. And if, if therapy is, is one of the things I'm going to go and I'm going to do that and I'm going to give it my all. So y'all, it's real life happening over here. <laughs> you uh, see? <laughs> you said I didn't hop out the car. I don't know. I'm look, I'm outside. I didn't hop out the car. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so y'all see what it is, man. We just keep it all the way real over here, man. Um, yeah, that's that's. She's, I keep thinking, hey, I wasn't about therapy until I went. <laughs> Listen, it, I wasn't about it until I, I had no other choice, no other options. So. I'm a firm believer, man. Talk to somebody. Don't suffer in silence. And, and obviously, we we definitely don't have enough time to dive into it all. But we know, man, you done been through your own set of trauma. Mm -hmm. And and y'all, and, and I'm not, don't allow yourself to compare and despair 
and and think that you gotta have some crazy story where your parents said you know they wanted a different lifestyle or whatever but whatever thing that is causing you to not have peace is a thing worth investigating to see what you can do right um so dealing with all of that and wanting to change talk to that person that's listening that's right on the edge and they in that little moment of kind of chaotic motivation like i want to ah, uh, and they right there uh -huh. what would be some things they could do initially to take that leap you could start with meditation mm. getting quiet like and and one thing i've learned about meditation is that it's it's that shit is hard it's really really hard getting getting quiet enough to to not hear anything but that that's the key is training yourself um on how to how to to calm yourself down mm -hmm. to to recognize when you need to step back take a beat get your shit together also learning some breathing techniques mm. learning some breathing techniques so that when you find yourself in in your trauma response and some and and trauma responses they they vary they vary. So when when you when you're able to recognize, oh shit, I'm in my trauma response. Let me let me get quiet. Let me breathe. Let me calm myself down so I can assess the situation properly and not resort to what I used to do, which doesn't it doesn't serve you anymore. What what the, you know, your reaction that you used to do or maybe it was anger, maybe it's, you know, Closing down, shutting down. That was my thing. That was my thing. I'll arguing. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm going to just shut, shut down. I ain't saying nothing. I'm not saying anything. All communication is dead. The first, radio is silent. First one speak, lose. I ain't exactly. I ain't saying shit. <laughs> Feel me? So I had, I had to, luckily, I found an amazing, amazing person in this, in these millions and billions of people in this world. I found one person that encouraged me and fought with me in the ring, side by side, not fighting each other, but fighting my shit, feel me? And, and she was able to encourage me and, and comfort me and talk to me and just really support me in navigating the, the shit. So also, y'all need a, a solid support system. It doesn't have to be this plethora of people. It could be one person. It could be a couple people. Find someone out there that you can confide in, um, that you can tell your, your stories to, tell your trauma to, um, and just vent to without judgment. That's the biggest thing, without judgment. Because there's some... Listen, I, I always say that... How much, because we've all done dumb shit, right? 
how much grace would you be given right now if people knew the dumb shit you did back in the day? With the people in the world today, I'd be Listen, canceled. <laughs> I've canceled, forgotten, put under the jail, everything, right? So where I come from, shit, I was the biggest home of like it was crazy. I came up in the 80s. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I can imagine, and 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 being black, right? I feel I feel, like this. There's there's levels to this shit. Um, there's the levels to to really really unlocking and tapping into your deepest inner self. That shit goes way 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 back and deep. You know, you gotta you gotta really move through some things and and unlearn a lot of shit. That that is that is where we are is unlearning these uh, negative patterns that we've been taught from the time we were yay high. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's difficult. It's hard because it's comforting. Because the thing is, we we're surrounded by those people, you know, those individuals. That's why auditing your orbit is so important. Making sure that the people around you, they're not adding to the negativity in in the world. That they're actually, you know, if they're not trying to. If they're not trying to get rid of some of the negativity, they damn sure ain't adding to it. <laughs> For real. For, man, I, I have a, a good tool, and we didn't heard it because we speak as you the average of the five people you spend the most time around. Yep. And that's emotionally. Physically, mentally, financially. So if you're trying to up level, look at your five closest homies. And if I, this is what I would recommend, and just do it for a year. I would recommend doing it for a year. If you're not the brokers in your circle, find a whole nother circle. If you're not the least knowledgeable in your circle, find a new circle. Because mm-hmm. Lord have mercy, the drive that is going to put in you, like the first time I was really around the millionaire, it was weird. You know what I'm saying? And now that they in my orbit, yeah, they be pushing, like the conversation is just totally different. Because different. I, I was fanboying and like, oh, you're a millionaire. And she's like, dude, this me. Like you saw me f- from the bottom. Like it's just <laughs> once I got past that, like, oh, okay, that's just what you make. I want to know what go on up here. They think different. Uh-huh. The, the grind, because your homeboy, your homie that's just going to, you know, they they going to work every day and they come home and complain and they call you, man. Say, bro, man, one of these days I gotta get up out of this, man, because oh boy, and are you venting if if they first question or one of their questions, she and call me. I'm like, okay, okay, you got it out. And probably have them, okay. Now what? 
Let's make some moves. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What's the plan? That's what. That's <laughs> that's funny. Like like back in the day, I, I used to call my brother, and and whenever we'd answer the phone, like, "Yo, what's the plan? What's the plan? What's the plans? Like, what what are we doing? Where are we going? What moves are we about to make?" And you gotta ask yourself that on a constant daily basis. And I also encourage everyone to challenge themselves. Like challenge yourself. And this goes along with what you were just saying. Like, is it going to be easy being the brokest person in the room? Hell no. But that's going to give you so much drive to not be the brokest in the room. Right. Challenge yourself. We need to do that daily. That strengthens our minds. That 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 mindset of this is where I am. This is where I'm always going to be. The, the fixed mindset, as you know, you know, you gotta, there's, you can turn that shit off. You can change that to a growth mindset. It's just some people are so comfortable with playing the victim that they don't want to do the work. Mm. And that's on them. I can't help you. I can't help you. I know we were talking earlier about motivation and, and it having a shelf life. You're damn right. That's when discipline, that's Man. when that kicks in. That's when doing the shit that you don't want to do when you don't want to do it. <laughs> right. Right. And see, that's, man, that was, uh, for me, that was one of the reasons, one of the main reasons I never wanted to do personal development or growth. Yeah. Is because I always understood that I was going to have to look inside. And it's a and back then, and I'll, I'll even say it now, it's an ugly picture. Nobody likes looking in the mirror. Exactly. But what happened is one of the first exercises, because I had got a life coach. I didn't go to, you know, life coach, some, get something. Somebody to help you. Because right, right. you, you can't, y'all can't do this on your own. You need some type of assistance. Let me tell you, E, one of the first exercises they gave me, homework assignments, and they didn't want to, don't call me, don't do nothing until you done did this every day, uh -huh. right? <coughs> every day you get in that mirror and you tell yourself for no less than five minutes and you look yourself in the eyeball, like look at yourself. And say, I love you. That was one of the dopest things. Because I was like, man, what you mean? I, I do love you. Man. I'm like, I'm like, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was like, man, like, what would you be? And But that changed my life. To, be mm -hmm. to understand that I didn't love me. Yeah. Like I thought I did. And to mm -hmm. be like it was so sad to I couldn't even look myself in the in the eyeballs, my own self. Like, yo, look, like this is you. You love you. So man, that's 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 really, really dope, man. Like you work on self, quiet the mind. Like not something. Man, this has been a pretty cool conversation. You know, we could we could rock and rock and rock. Um, I am gonna have to bring you back though. 
Get break. You know, all you got to do is say the word. All you got to do to say the word. Like, like you said, there's so, there's so much that, that we can unpack. That man, we could do a series of unpacking, and I'd be with it. Because <laughs> it's just the lifestyle. We exactly get to the business and and that side. So I already know. We finna come back because being a speaker, I definitely gotta get you to come back on in and and unpack some stuff around being a speaker and all that stuff. Cause Lord have mercy. Let me. It's something. It's a whole nother thing. What? What? <laughs> man, 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 man. And, and for y'all, like, man, I can never be a public speaker. You're lying. See, it, telling you right now, you're lying. Cause if you when you're in Walmart and you said hello to the cashier, or you was at the pool and you said hello to that stranger you ain't know, you was publicly speaking, and it's some kind of fear that's holding you back. So, uh -huh. <laughs> so y'all gonna need to be tuning in a little bit later when we had that speaker speak, so you can learn how to overcome those fears of doing that and just jumping off the off the ledge to even start it. Uh, Absolutely, because I'm not, and yeah, because I'm going on a tangent a little bit because I'm no longer that that advocate about leaving your nine to five. I'm like, let that nine to five be your finance. And use that shit. <laughs> use that to 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 advance your you know your your side hustle until you can turn your side hustle into your main hustle. Don't leave your nine to five. Right, 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 right. And because it might be your thing, but it, but go all in on your business. And then it's, this is how I say, like, if you want to leave your nine to five, this is how I would say one of the ways. Go in that bad boy and all the way until you exit. Once you have your exit plan, every day show up like you own the joint. Mm -hmm. And work like you own the joint. I promise you, Doing that is going to set you up for something because what I didn't know <laughs> is when you get real serious about your business, <laughs> you working harder for yourself than you are working for that man that's not a check. 100%. Boy. And if 100%. So learn shit. Use them as the practice field because <laughs> Cause Lord have mercy when you like, oh, okay, man, I just gotta reach out to a thousand people. Okay, how I'm finna set this time up so I can get a thousand emails. Now you get the thousand emails, you send out the emails. Now you gotta respond back to a thousand emails and it's seven hundred different responses. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Right? <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a whole another thing. It's a whole another thing, and and this is where that discipline comes in. Like, yeah, I gotta send these emails. Let me sit my ass down. How okay, let's let's sit down. No, I gotta send 700 emails. All right, I'm gonna break that down. I'm gonna send 50 every two hours. Or, you know, the goal seems so big, but if you break it down to bite-sized parts, you'll be able to digest it so much easier. Yeah. And it's not as scary. See, a lot of people are uh, the the fear of doing the work 
feel me? The fear of doing the work, the fear of failure. There's some people out here are who are scared to succeed. The fear of success, like damn that shit worked. Now I got to keep going. Yes, <laughs> keep fucking going. Keep keep going. It's going to be hard work. There's no way to there's no way to slice it. It's going to be hard work. Now, are you going to put this work in for yourself and make your dreams come true, or are you going going to continue to be out here making other people's dreams come true? For real, and man, that goes for for life too, y'all. I know we was talking about business, man, but really, with with like the and I know Aaron's lane is speaking the lane we in it it applies to everything because it's mindset. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be afraid when you think like, man, my life is in shambles. And it, and I won't say shambles. That's just a lack of a better word. Now, I apologize as a speaker, but my life is not, I haven't had the best life or mm -hmm. exactly where I would have liked to have seen myself at this moment. So I got a lot of baggage to deal with. You might. I, I, if you human and you want to keep it 100, we all got a bunch of shit we gotta unpack and re-roll and fold up and put it back up nicely, right? Uh -huh. We keep it chaotic. So you can use that same principle Aaron was just talking about. Like, because for me, shit, man, I had a whole bunch of issues. Like, man, so I had to deal with my anger issues, then I had to deal with my health, then I had to just deal with with my emotional side. You know what I'm saying? All of that, right? But then it was like, okay, what's the most pressing one? And for me, it was anger because my anger was going to get me put in the penitentiary. Uh -huh. Straight up, it really was. So I'm like, man, I got to deal with this first. And then it was You could still do this exact same thing that Aaron was talking about. Like, yo, meditate. You ain't got to meditate for no two, three hours, man. Mm -hmm. Stop for a couple seconds if that's all you could do. Exactly. Start yeah. somewhere. <laughs> I, I I posted just yesterday or day before yesterday. Start exactly where you are and grow from there. Yes. 100%. Like, wherever you are, start. Just start. Just start and grow from there. I, I, I don't care... Because a lot of people, they'll try and come and say, man, no, give like 120 every day. Shit, your 120, my 120 might look different. I, I say, exactly. Do what you can do. Do all you can, like Les Brown say, all you can do is all you can do. You can, it, and all you can do is good enough as long as you doing all you can do. I was like, say, just do it and do all you can. If that's just a minute, that's all you can do. That's all you can do. And then you just got to but know that, that all you can do is a minute. But once you do that minute, then you know you could do two. Feel me? Then you know you can do three. Then you know you can do four. All it takes is doing it that one time. That's all. Listen, when I jumped off the cliff, when I jumped off that rock, I, I did it that one time. Do you know how much I overcame just as soon as I jumped off that rock? I said, holy shit, there's so much I can overcome. Uh, my fear of clowns 
came to a minimum. Like we went on our honeymoon. We in the middle of the ocean on a first, uh, on a fishing boat. They want us to jump off to go sco- uh, snorkeling. I, I jumped off, no problem. I panicked once I got in the water, though. But I got under control. Feel me? But I got under control. But there's so much you can do. All you gotta do is do. Yeah, I say, man, when that that you gotta activate it. That's what I be calling it. Like you I like that. Activate it, cause like right now it's just you got a race car that can take you there as fast as you want to. You control the gas pedal. You you control which direction it go. All of that. You are in control of that. But here's the thing, and if you know anything about vehicles, if you never started. You ain't never finna go and reach that finish line. So in this day and age, uh-huh. we don't really have keys. Hit that start button. Activate it. Start. Just start. And man, Aaron gave y'all some gems. You know what I'm saying? If if you, I'm a firm believer in this. If you do that very first thing she talked about, which is audit your orbit. I guarantee you, you're going to start to see shift in your life. Because the people, yo, oh, y'all, we're going to, man, we're going to have to come back because the people around you, <laughs> right, going to get you right. And when they check in, it's, it's you're going to get time saying no, or you're going to fall out of their orbit. And then you're back where you're at. And then, start, but yeah, man. Meditate, quiet your mind, deal with that trauma. Talk, don't sit in silence. Don't suffer in silence, y'all. Please, please, please. Well, Aaron, it's been such a plum pleasing pleasure, as the old people would say. <laughs> um, man, haven't you here any? Any last words you would like to leave with the people? Anything that you just got to get off your chest? And uh, I got my stuff all wrapped around. Oh, here we go. Sheesh. Can you hear me? I got you. I got you. Here we go. Okay. All right. I would just say, I would just say, like you said, start. Start somewhere. If you need any help, if you need any inspiration, if you need any motivation, you can follow me at EB Speaks on all social media platforms. I provide uh, inspiration and motivation, but I do not d- supply discipline. That's something you're going to have to work on yourself. Mm. And I put it up there so y'all can see it is EB Speaks. Super simple. You can find that across all of them. All of them that people say all of them. <laughs> all, all of them. Stuff. I'm out there. I'm out there. And she be having some good stuff going on too. Um, I know, like, man, some back to school. I mean, it's a whole bunch, man. Y'all get in her orbit. Um, because you can actually get into people's orbit through social media if you use it the right way. And I'm telling you, she's a good uh person to have in your orbit. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate so, you said. 
man, I appreciate you stopping in, man, coming on over to the dark side and having some old fearless conversations, man, <laughs> and, and helping the people up level fearlessly, you know, because that, that's what it's all about, y'all. Um, just giving back and serving and serving, serving. That's the whole reason of this. It's just another me, another way for me to serve the world, bring in some people that I just think are dope as hell, and that's going and they want to help. And they want to help change the world, one person at a time. I call it. We all just play Waldo in our own little world. Hey, son. <laughs> he done up. It is. What it is. <laughs> he done up. Um. So again, man, I appreciate you, E. Y'all, I appreciate y'all joining us each and every week. Hey, if something resonated with you, hit the like button. If it resonated with you and you want to see if there, come back and catch more each and every week, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Make sure you hit the bell over there on YouTube, Facebook. Make sure you hit the notifications because it'll come up and it'll tell you when we're coming on live. Season one is all pre-recorded, as y'all know. But hey, after that, we all coming out hot, coming out live, and y'all will be able to interact with the guest. We just gonna up level this thing because I don't know how it's all gonna work. But guess what? Just like I end the show, y'all, I'm scared. I'm welcoming the fear, and I'm gonna do it afraid. So until next time, y'all. Next week, we'll holler. <laughs>